Welcome to Exhibition and Xbox Podcast, episode number eight. My name is Samuel Adams, and this is a weekly show dedicated entirely to the world of Xbox and the biggest news coming out of the space. So if you're new here and you enjoy what you see or what you hear, hit that subscribe button. You can add me to your feed on most podcast services or subscribe on YouTube at Jampacked Sam. Would love to see you continue to stick around because I'm pretty proud of what we make here, and I think that you'll like it as well. This week, thank God, we're finally beginning to get into that summer lull season. The past few weeks have been absolutely insane with E3 2021. I've had plenty of guests on over the course of the past few weeks. If you do want to check out those conversations, I had Game Explains Joey Ferris to come and give kind of an outsider's perspective on how Xbox performed at E3. Had a fantastic time with that Nintendo guru, so you can check that episode out two episodes ago. So that would be episode number six. And then last week, I had the pleasure of speaking with at Insipid Ghost, Luke Lore of the Xbox Expansion Pass. Awesome time with him. Fantastic show for you as well. This week, we've got a lot to dive into. We're discussing this big Space Jam collaboration, how Xbox is celebrating its 20th anniversary in July. We've got some Dead Space 4 rumors beginning to fly as well, and cloud gaming is taking the spotlight yet again. We have also plenty of other discussions to have, so let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode of Exhibition and Xbox Podcast. As expected at the beginning of the year, the 20th anniversaries of Xbox and Halo are very closely intertwined, and I've discussed this before on the podcast, but when it comes to Xbox and Halo, these are two entities that are completely and totally intertwined. Xbox is Halo, Halo is Xbox, especially in the minds of the consumers, and so it makes sense for a lot of their 20th anniversary celebrations to be pretty closely intertwined, and that's exactly what you see here in July. A new post on the Xbox Wire shared more about how the companies are celebrating, and everything kicks off with a FanFest Halo 3 tournament. They say, quote, Grab a friend and enter the Smash.gg ladder for non-stop 2v2 open matchmaking versus teams of all skill levels. Play for your chance to win part of $25,000 in prizes and show your skills off to the world in our broadcast of the weekly qualifiers and series finale. Play on Xbox Series X, our most powerful console ever, Xbox Series S featuring next-gen performance, and our smallest console ever, Xbox One or PC. This tournament is open to all Xbox FanFest fans in North America, US, Canada, and Mexico. To enter, log in or sign up at xbox.com fanfest and opt in on the Xbox FanFest exclusives page. Only North American residents are included, just to make that very clear. So if you want to follow along with the action, weekly qualifiers will be broadcast on Sundays on the 11th, 18th, and 25th at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, and the series finale wraps everything up on Saturday, July 31st at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. When it comes to Halo, it is just competitive in its very nature. It has always been competitive. As an arena shooter, I think that genre of games really lend themselves to competitive play. But on top of that, so many of today's biggest creators started off as Halo creators, or they started off as competitive Halo players. Even if they weren't broadcasting or creating content, they were still playing the game in a competitive way. One of the biggest ones that comes to mind for me is Ninja, who was brought over to Mixer, of course, through those exclusivity contracts. Unfortunately, Mixer did end up shutting down, but as a platform owned entirely by Microsoft, it makes sense there was probably a redemption arc in the works where Ninja returns to Halo with the launch of the Xbox Series X and Halo Infinite. 
I'm sure that was probably part of the discussion. As we all know, Mixer fell apart, got absorbed into Facebook gaming, and the rest is history. But for players out there that want to be the next ninja, this is a fantastic opportunity to dive in and show your stuff in a Halo 3 tournament, $25,000 in prizes. If you're good enough, I'm certainly not, but if you are, go ahead and dive in and give it a shot. A couple of other pieces of information are worth mentioning in this blog post. If you want to show off your excitement for the 20th anniversary, there is the Xbox 20 Year Toolkit. This gives you the profile pictures, the Twitter headers, all of the stuff you need to really pimp out your landing page and make sure people know that you love the Xbox brand if you're into that. Personally, not really my kind of thing, but hey, if you are into it, a great opportunity to get some very good looking graphics because the Xbox design team has been on top of it over the course of the past few years. On top of that, for those that are playing plenty of Game Pass games, you can earn double the points in Game Pass Quest this month. So log in, play those games, redeem those rewards, and you could earn some Microsoft points or any of the other sweepstakes, anything you want to do. You can even donate some of those points to charity, which is also a fantastic option. Finally, we have the expansion of a partnership with Samsung. This is something that we've seen for quite some time in the TV space and also the phone space because you do have the Game Pass partnership with Samsung. But this month, you can take a trip through Xbox history with Samsung. Basically, they're going to be showing off Xbox through the years. You've got Halo 2 wallpapers, Bioshock wallpapers, Elder Scrolls 5 wallpapers, and plenty of 4K images that are going to be peppering your television over the course of the next few weeks. So, if you have a Samsung TV, log on and you might see some of your favorite games. I will say this is not the most exciting month so far for the Xbox 20th anniversary excitement, but it is starting the trend of a month-to-month -month celebration building up to the release of Halo Infinite, which is going to be kind of the crescendo, because this year does mark 20 years of Xbox. So who knows when that mini-fridge is coming out, that could be the marker for the 20th anniversary, I don't know what else they have planned, but I am sure there are some big plans in the works. As for this month, though, I never mind double the points on Game Pass Quest. Love getting those redemption points. And on top of that, I also love these little Xbox 20th anniversary fan toolkits. It's great for content creators if you want to get out there and show off your loyalty to the brand, if that's your thing. Again, I'm not really one for super brand loyalty. Obviously, this is an Xbox show, so I'm not really that big of a PlayStation guy anymore, but I love what that team does as well. Either way, lots to love here from this month's 20th anniversary celebrations. Speaking of Game Pass perks and games you can play in July, Space Jam A New Legacy The Game is launching on July 15th, one day ahead of the theater release of the movie itself. But for Game Pass subscribers, you can, number one, get the game two weeks early starting now, July 1st through the 15th. You can download Space Jam A New Legacy The Game, and number two, for free with your subscription. So it saves you a couple of bucks, and you can check out what I consider to be one of the more creative marketing tactics here. Basically, this game was created based on a fan idea that was found in a contest to kind of pick the idea for what the Space Jam A New Legacy The Game experience would become. It was then developed by Digital Eclipse, who is perfect for this kind of project. In short, this is a retro art style side-scrolling game akin to something like a Streets of Rage 4 or a River City Girls. Now, Digital Eclipse is most recently known for their work on the Disney Afternoon Collection, the SNK 40th Anniversary Collection, Mega Man Legacy Collection, and plenty more. So they are the right team for the job. You have the Samurai Showdown Neo Geo Collection, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, 
These guys know classic games. Blizzard Arcade Collection is one as I'm scrolling through the website. Super impressive roster of games here, so they have some pretty good reputations to live up to. If you want to check it out, Space Jam A New Legacy The Game is out now on Game Pass and launches on July 15th. Additionally, we've all seen those three special edition controllers. These are going to be available for $69.99 a pop. Not sure of the availability in your region, but you can find out more by checking with your favorite retailer. For the Xbox Live Gold subscribers or for those with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, this is a pretty solid month for you. I've been very critical of Microsoft over the course of the past few months because the Xbox Live Games with Gold service has been, quite frankly, not good. It's just few of the games, if any of the games that have come out recently, except for that month where they made up for trying to change the price of Xbox Live Gold, have been legitimately good. If I was still paying for Xbox Live exclusively, I probably would have stopped it by now, except for the fact that you have to have it to play most of the games online, except for those that are free to play, like Warzone and Fortnite, and that's a recent change in and of itself. I'd be very interested to see how these subscriptions have changed since that change actually was implemented. But with all that being said, this month might bring some people back, especially somebody that might have been like me that could have been a bit jaded from just having, quite frankly, bad games. So, July 1st through the 31st, Planet Alpha is your game. On top of that, Rock of Ages 3 Megan Break comes out and is available July 16th through August 15th. Then you have your Xbox Classic game for the month, Conquer Live and Reloaded, available July 1st through the 15th, and then my favorite, Midway Arcade Origins, available July 16th through the 31st. Out of all of these, like I said, Midway Arcade Origins brings a lot of value because there are 30 games included here, including games like Defender, Gauntlet, Rampart, and more. That is a very big value for those that like the old school experience like me. Of course, Chris Shriver from IGN, who we had on the podcast a couple of weeks back, is going to be all over Conquer Live and Reloaded. And then I will say, Rock of Ages 3, a very solid little physics-based uh, experience. Big fan of that one. Uh, Planet Alpha, the weakest of the bunch, but still a solid pick. All in all, a good month to be an Xbox Live Gold subscriber. Now let's go ahead and talk about EA Play Live, because this is coming up on July 22nd, 2021. In my opinion, it's kind of the last big hurrah of the summer. It's one of the final big notches on the Summer Game Fest belt, if you will. Uh, but very exciting news is certainly ahead. I will say they have confirmed no Mass Effect news, no Dragon Age news. So for fans of those two franchises, you are going to have to wait a bit longer. I'm sure both of those were impacted heavily by COVID-19. And if there's no release date, then why crunch development? Now, the interesting news comes from rumors of a remake of a classic, iconic franchise. And while it has not been confirmed, it seems that Dead Space is going to get a redemption. This has been all but confirmed from a report from GamesBeat. And on top of that, this week, the YouTube channel saw its first change in nearly a decade. That is a massive signal that something new is coming. When a company changes a profile picture for a dormant YouTube channel, you know something big is on the way. What's very interesting around this is that the GamesBeat report says that they are taking a lot of inspiration from Capcom's Resident Evil remakes over the course of the past couple of years, where we saw Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 get a fresh coat of paint, and a lot of the mechanics were changed as well. 
but for fans of the classic, you still had that core foundation there. That seems to be what's happening with the reboot for Dead Space. It seems the original game is going to be used as a heavy source for development and on top of that for the experience, but a lot of modern mechanics and a lot of new ideas are also going to be baked in there as well. Quote, like Resident Evil 2 Remake, expect the next Dead Space to use the original game as a strong foundation, but it should also have modern visuals and it will likely bring in new gameplay mechanics inspired by other entries in the franchise. Quote, and speaking of Capcom, it is likely a major reason a new Dead Space is happening. While EA has left its horror franchise wither, the Resident Evil series is larger than ever and Capcom has provided an easy blueprint for EA to follow in, quote, I could not agree more. When it comes to horror games, not a big horror game fan. I've become more fond of them in recent years, but Resident Evil 2 and 3 are phenomenal. Two much stronger than 3, but these remakes are true remakes. They capture the same experience that everybody had back in the day, and they modernize it for a new generation. This was the first time that I played 2 and 3. Now, of course, these are 2 and 3 remakes, but you still have that core experience. And I think that is something that is so important to define here. Dead Space doesn't necessarily need the same treatment that Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 had because these Capcom games are very, very old. They were archaic. Dead Space I played earlier this year and it still continues to hold up incredibly well. The original Dead Space plays very well on the Xbox Series X. I recommend you dive in and give it a shot because of that HDR technology is great and it is included with EA Play alongside Dead Spaces 2 and 3. But if you are going to remake an entire game, there is no harm in starting from an inspiration of the original game and just giving a new generation of players that has never pl played Dead Space uh, the chance to dive in and give it a shot. I think that's a very solid goal. So, EA Play should be very interesting. I personally am fully on board with the idea that this is going to be a Dead Space Redemption arc because as the article from GamesBeat says, Capcom has provided a blueprint of how to do this successfully and Dead Space still has a very strong fan base. I think that this is one that meshes very well with that design, that meshes very well with that release plan. So I'm excited to see more at this month's show. You'll see more of Apex Legends as well if we're continuing to talk about EA Play. I'm sure you'll see some Sim stuff thrown in there and potentially some more talk about the EA Play subscription itself, what you can expect to see added to that over the course of the next few months. Battlefield 2042 is going to be a big one on the roster, I am sure. My big question, will they pivot and release that, or at least part of that experience, as a free-to-play experience or something that is included with EA Play, which is included in Game Pass. That's been a big part of the discussion since the reveal. A $70 game on next-generation hardware that doesn't have a campaign seems to be a little bit archaic uh, in the minds of a lot of players. So we will keep tracking that and see what happens in the weeks ahead. But again, July 22nd, EA Play Live. Tune in and see the reveal of what seems to be a complete redemption of Dead Space. A remake, a reboot, whatever you want to call it, Dead Space is coming back. Let's go ahead and talk about how everyone's head has been in the clouds this week. Do you like that dad joke? No one did. It's fine. You can say it. It, it won't hurt my feelings, I promise. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but just kidding. This week, we had a very big week for cloud gaming experiences because finally, we saw the upgrade to Series X hardware for the cloud experience, which brings faster loading times and on top of that, 
1080p 60 frames per second gameplay. Additionally, Xbox.com slash play has left its beta stage and is now available to all Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members. I've been lucky enough to have early access, I was included in the beta program, and it's a very solid way to experience some of your favorite games on the go. Quote, starting today, Xbox Cloud Gaming is available to all Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members with Windows 10 PCs and Apple phones and tablets via browser across 22 countries. If you're a member or want to become a member, simply go to xbox.com play on Microsoft Edge, Chrome, or Safari on your PC or mobile device to start playing hundreds of games from the Xbox Game Pass library. They continue later on in the article, quote, Xbox Cloud Gaming is now powered by custom Xbox Series X hardware. We've been upgrading Microsoft data centers around the globe with the fastest, most powerful Xbox hardware to give you faster load times, improved frame rates, and an experience of a new generation of gaming. To ensure the lowest latency, highest quality experience across the broad set of devices, we will be streaming at 1080p and up to 60 frames per second. Going forward, we'll continue to innovate and add more features to enhance your cloud gaming experience." End quote. This is a very major leap forward and not just for the mobile experience. I've discussed before how I feel like the cloud gaming on the go is an accessory experience for a lot of people, or at least it was before these next generation upgrades. Now with 1080p 60 frames per second being the norm for the Xbox cloud gaming experience, that puts it on par with some of these dedicated streaming services which sets it up to become a dedicated streaming service. We saw last month discussions around new options for Game Pass subscribers, new tiers of Game Pass subscriptions that are being investigated, and that is a very important part of these upgrades, because without these upgrades, that sell for a $5 per month cloud gaming subscription, hypothetically, might be a little bit more difficult. But now, you've got next-generation experiences in the cloud, 1080p, 60 frames per second, on Android, iOS, and on basically anything with a screen. As this continues to become a bigger part of what Xbox is offering, you start to see more and more touch controls supported for specific games, over 50 at this point, and then you also see announcements like this week where an entirely new line of devices is coming out to create a better experience for players on the go. I ordered one of these this week. I'll probably make a video on it in the week ahead. I ordered a Backbone 1 for my iPhone 11. This is one of the best devices for iPhone gaming, and it has been for quite some time, because not only does it have its dedicated user interface, but on top of that, it integrates directly into the hardware through the lightning connector, so you no longer have to rely on a Bluetooth connection for your controller experience. So that is now designed for Xbox. That is a certified device. Additionally, you also have Razer Kishi Universal Gaming Controller for iOS, supported as well as a certified device, and then the OtterBox PowerSwap Controller batteries are also now officially certified for Xbox. So that's nice. You have the design for Xbox line continuing to expand, but as this iPhone experience really becomes a big focus because of just how many people actually have iPhones in the space, it makes sense to continue supporting these devices. So again, I'll let you guys know how mine is whenever it comes in. Expect a video for that next week. I'm pretty excited to increase my ability to play more games on the go because while touch controls are fun, it's... I want to play Halo. I want to be able to play Dirt 5. I want to be able to play Forza with that same kind of feel that I get from holding a controller. And I think the Backbone 1 is going to be a very good option to make that a reality.
I also almost forgot. I ordered one from the Backbone website and got three months of Game Pass for free. That was the big seller for me, which is a $45 value. So at $106, including tax, you can get an iPhone controller, which is the leading controller currently on the marketplace, and three months of Game Pass. That's, that's pretty good, you know, so go ahead and uh, check that out if you're in the market for a new mobile controller and you're an iPhone player. Now, to round out today's show, I've got two pieces of news that I want to touch on. First and foremost, coming from Major Nelson on Twitter, quote, The next time you reboot your Xbox Series X or S, you'll find a new background, Mercury. Use the view button to get access to a wider variety of colors. This is kind of like a camouflage-style background, and if you want to have a new dynamic wallpaper, it certainly looks like it's going to freshen up the feed. I've been using the original, I believe is what it's called, the original Xbox style approach, and then I've been changing it recently because I kind of got tired of that over time. But it's nice to see them continuing to expand these dynamic wallpapers and not just limit us to solid colors or any kind of specific set. Uh, very cool to see continued additions to that lineup. And finally, one of my favorite stories of the week, Coming from Dark Horse Comics, a new Halo Infinite Master Chief statue with grapple shot is on the way. Countless times, the Master Chief has defied impossible odds to become the hero we've needed him to be. Now, on the surface of a mysterious Halo ring, he must once again pull humanity back from the brink of destruction. Legendary heroes should be immortalized in legendary ways. While you're saving humanity as the Master Chief in Halo Infinite, you can showcase the Chief himself with this detailed 10-inch statue complete with grapple shot and energy sword. That will bring the surface of Zeta Halo straight to the surface of your home or wherever you want to display the Chief. Dark Horse and 343 Industries present a new Halo Infinite Master Chief with grapple shot PVC statue available in both a standard version and an exclusive variant with Red Energy Sword. The Red Energy Sword variant will be available exclusively through Best Buy in the United States. This looks phenomenal. Now, I'm not normally a big collectibles guy. Normally, I just kind of sit on the sidelines and I let people collect things and enjoy what they want. I will be purchasing this. I will be buying this. There is not a question, a doubt in my mind, because this is the coolest statue that I have ever seen, and I am not exaggerating at all. I have the Master Chief controller holder behind me. I have the Doom Collector's Edition Revenant statue as well that's been put away for some time now because it's just not appeal. If you have people over, it's kind of weird to have this zombie-looking thing with a jetpack. This is awesome, and I cannot wait to pick this up uh, whenever it releases later this year. It's coming out on November the 28th. Would not read too far into that date. I don't think that's going to be the release date for Halo Infinite, but very cool here. The big question is, do I get the blue energy sword or the red energy sword? I've had good experiences ordering from Best Buy. I've got one right down the road that I can pick my stuff up from in less than 10 minutes. But I do like that blue. I do like that blue. So maybe I'll pick that one up on Amazon or a uh, another retailer. Here you have the entire list of retailers. If you do want to grab one, it looks like they've got it at Things from Another World, Target, GameStop, Sideshow Collectibles, Walmart, Zavi, Gift Universe, and more here in the United States, uh, and then plenty around the world. So if you do want to check them out, very cool looking statue here. Big fan of this, and it certainly brings that hype leading up to Halo Infinite, which is continuing to build for me. When will we see the flight? I don't know, but you better join that Halo Insider program if you do want to get in on it, because once again, if you want to try out Halo Infinite in that flighting period, 
you do need to be a Halo Insider. So join that. I'll have the link down below in the YouTube video, and you can check that out and go ahead and make sure you are online. We can party up and get some kills. It's going to be a good time. But that wraps up this week's episode of Exhibition, and Xbox podcast. If you enjoyed the show and you liked what you saw, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more. I would love for you to stick around and see more shows in the future. Of course, I post more throughout the week, so subscribe to me on YouTube.com slash JamPackSam, or you can follow me on Twitter at JamPackSam to keep up to date with everything I'm talking about. Lots of Xbox news throughout the week, and in general, try to keep things light and fluffy like a good pancake. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, but anyways, until next week, have a fantastic one, and I'll talk to you soon.